I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much product was being sourced overseas and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that were still making in Britain. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in the UK, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be telling the stories behind some of the best British-made brands and manufacturers and offering advice to those that want to make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 15 of the Make It British podcast. Now, I might sound just a little bit different today because I have been struck down with a nasty cold bug um, over the Christmas period. And it's not like me. I'm never ill. Um, But I've caught this cold. It's obviously because I've relaxed. All the bugs have got me. And um, I've not been able to speak properly. So I'm recording this as I've just started getting my voice back. I'm probably going to be coughing and spluttering and there'll be quite a bit of editing in this. So please bear with me. But I wanted to make sure I got an episode out to you um, right at the beginning of 2019 because I wanted to give you my predictions for the top nine UK manufacturing trends for 2019. But before I get on to the main part of today's episode, I just want to give you a little reminder about the Get Set for Manufacturing Challenge, which I am running next week. Now, if you're developing a new product and you want to make it in the UK, this challenge is definitely for you. From Monday the 7th of January for five days, I will be sending an email every day to you if you're signed up for the challenge with a tip and a task for how you can more successfully get prepared to start working with a UK manufacturer. And I'll have a podcast today next week, which will go with the challenge and further carry on what I have discussed in the email as part of the challenge that day. So if that sounds like something you'd like to do, you can join the challenge by going to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash get set. It's completely free to join the challenge and there'll be several hundred other people all taking part in the challenge at the same time. And I will be setting up a special Facebook group just for the challenge where I will be going into that group every day to support everyone that has questions about making in the UK. So go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash get set to request to join the challenge. And if you're listening to this podcast in the past and the 7th of January has already taken place, which is the day the challenge starts, don't worry because I will keep it open after that. So you can still take part at your leisure. Right, let's get on to today's show and my trends for UK manufacturing for 2019. Now, if you listen to episode 11, where I did a review of the UK textile industry, I did touch on some of the trends there that I saw happening. But this is covering manufacturing more in general and what I see as the nine big things that I will think will affect the way UK manufacturing goes for this coming year. And it will be interesting to listen back at the end of the year to see if any of my predictions were true. Also, if you have um, something you think I've missed out or you think differently and you think there's something else that's going to happen, then I'd love to know. 
please drop me a review on iTunes and let me know your thoughts on this episode or just send me an email to kate at makeitbritish.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to know what your predictions are for UK manufacturing for 2019. So here are my top nine predictions for UK manufacturing trends for 2019. Right, first on my list is sustainability. It's been a focus over the last few years, but I think 2019 is going to be the year that sustainability very much comes to the fore. Sustainability has been a key a topic over the last few years. But when you hear people like um, Ian McLean from John Smedley, who I interviewed in the last episode, number 14, talking about how he's putting sustainability at the forefront of his business and making sure that his factory is going to be sustainable and, uh, you know, a business that he can take into the next century, I think more and more manufacturers are going to can start to look at how they can make their factory more sustainable. I also think that the circular economy and recycling and how we reuse products will be very important for manufacturers when it comes to sustainability. So how can they start to reuse what they what they make and make sure that there's no waste in what they are making? And also issues like, um, particularly within textiles, the poly- polyester has been something that's been talked about a lot this year and how damaging that can be to the environment, which will make people start to look at what other fibres they can use that are more natural natural and more sustainable. So I think something like wool or merino or alpaca, all these types of fibres, which are naturally much more sustainable than the synthetic fibres that have been so popular for so long will start to be much more popular. And of course, the UK is very good at using these sorts of materials. So that will be great use for UK textile manufacturing in that respect if they're working within the wool industry. Also, whilst we're talking about textiles, there is a parliamentary committee taking place in March where they're going to be discussing sustainable fashion. Now, one of the issues with buying so much products and so much products shipped from overseas is that much of it is flown halfway around the world. So more and more retailers, I think, and more brands will start to look at manufacturing locally in order to be more sustainable. So UK manufacturing will be in much more demand. My next trend prediction for UK manufacturing 2019 is that technology is going to be embraced even more by UK manufacturers. I think they're going to start to be able to use it more to better serve the customer and that they'll embrace new technologies to speed up their production in that way, making UK manufacturing more efficient and more competitive with products made overseas. We're already seeing factories talk about using automation more and more. Um, And this is starting to move into areas like the textile industry. You know, Clarks have announced that they will be using automation in the new factory they're setting up in Somerset. And the more that manufacturers can introduce automation, the less reliant they are on finding skilled workers and people that they can bring into work in the factory. Because obviously, as I've discussed on this podcast before, finding the skills is very much an issue for UK manufacturing at the moment. My next trend for UK manufacturing for 2013 is what I'm calling the rise of the factory brand. So manufacturers becoming retailers. We've already started seeing this happening. It's 
the internet has allowed UK manufacturers to start selling direct to consumers. And I think this will grow more as more and more manufacturers start to take control of their own production and use it for manufacturing their own products, which they sell to the end user. A great example of this is James Eden um, from Private White VC. If you go back and listen to episode number two of this podcast, he talks about how he has turned his factory from almost entirely Make it doing contract work for other companies to now 90% or so of his own brand. And of course, for factories that sell direct to the consumer, it becomes much more profitable for them than it does for making, um, than it does for doing contract work for other companies. So I definitely think we'll start to see more and more factories introducing their own label products. For number four, I predict that we'll see a return to more and more cottage industry type businesses. So a lot of this is coming as a reaction to number three, where factories are setting up their own brands and taking control of their own production. I think we'll see smaller businesses, brands and designers starting to take control of their own manufacturing. So I'm already seeing this within the textile industry where designers are making their own products and then selling them and quite often combining it with other designers. So working in a collective where they're sharing them the cost of the machinery and the cost of the space, and then often combining this with a retail environment. So as an example, there's a member of Make It British called Ushiwear. They are a clothing brand. They have their own manufacturing as well, and they've just opened a coffee shop come retail space. So it's a total experience for someone that wants to buy their products. They've cut out all of the rest of the supply chain, and everything takes place in one space. So they are making their products, selling them, and they're also providing an experience for the customers with the coffee shop. And they're talking about putting other brands in there as well, other small businesses. So I think this is just a really interesting development. And it is something that has come as a reaction to the lack of production space available in the UK now that UK manufacturing is coming more in demand. It will be interesting to see how this trend progresses. Certainly, it can only be done by businesses that have the skill and the capability to make their own product. So does it mean that more and more people will start taking courses to understand how to manufacture things and make things themselves. Which brings me on to my next trend, which is that of make do and mend. So there's been a growing resurgence of people crafting and making things. You only have to look at social media platforms such as Instagram to see people displaying how they're making their products and making that a big part of what they do and of their brand. And how can manufacturers start to embrace this? Will there be more manufacturers selling kits, for instance, to make the products yourself rather than the manufacturer assembling everything? So will you be able to start buying from a manufacturer the individual pieces so that you can make the products yourself? And it also fits into the sustainability angle, which I talked about in trend number one. 
A trend number six I am calling made to last. So this also ties in with the sustainability trend and I think will be a great thing for manufacturers in that more and more people are getting sick of overconsumption and buying too much stuff. I mean, we already saw it with the backlash that went on with Black Friday from quite a lot of the brands that make in the UK saying that they just weren't getting involved in it and that discounting and any sort of constant promotion is just not helping anyone's business whatsoever. And we're also seeing a lot of stuff in the news about piles and piles of clothing that people are buying. And you're starting to see more and more people standing up to this. And I've always said it, you know, buy cheap and you buy it twice. And more and more people will start to look at investing in products that will last a lot longer. So products that are made to last. So with made to last being a big trend and people wanting to hold on to products that they love rather than buying things cheaply and throwing them away... Will we start to see manufacturers taking products back to repair them and offering lifetime guarantees? Many of the footwear manufacturers in Northampton, for instance, offer a repair service on the Goodyear welted soles on their shoes. Will we start to see this happening in more and more industries where you can send a product back to its original manufacturer and they will repair it for you and they will make sure that it lasts a lot longer? That's certainly something you can do if the product that you've bought is made in the UK. So much less easy to do that if the product's made overseas. So again, this sort of trend will really suit UK manufacturing because products that are made in Britain are seen as being of quality all over the world. So if more people start to look at buying quality products, the Made in the UK label will come to the fore, I think, in 2019. Which brings me on to my next point, and you can't do a review of UK manufacturing in 2019 without mentioning the B word. So obviously in March 2019, the UK will be leaving the EU. So I say obviously, but you never know. So it's more than likely that the UK will leave the EU in March 2019. And I predict that one of the trends for UK manufacturing for 2019 is that Brexit will be have been much overhyped and will not have the effect that everyone thinks it will have. Certainly, I've heard from UK manufacturers that they're just quietly keeping their head down. There won't be so much investment as there has been in previous years, but they will be getting on with business as usual and not letting the B word affect them. Which brings me on to number eight, which is export. One thing that has happened since the UK decided to leave the EU is that the pound has become weak against other currencies all over the world. But this has helped exports and it certainly helped the exports of UK made products. And I know that a lot of manufacturers are looking to build up their export business over the next coming year. So it'll be interesting to see reports about how much exports have increased by the end of 2019. The UK's biggest export market is currently Europe, so this is one to watch. But will it mean that manufacturers will start looking outside Europe as the place to export? I think it very much will be, and it'll be really interesting to see where exports grow in 2019. And my final UK manufacturing trend for 2019 is what I'm calling production runs of one. Yep, manufacturing of one single product at a time. So more personalised and one-off products. How will manufacturers embrace this trend? 
and make it possible to create individual and one-off products in a factory environment. There's a knitwear company called Unmade, for instance, who have invented a piece of software that allows the customer to customise each individual piece of knitwear that they buy from the company. And I think this is something we will see more and more, how we can do mass customization on a big scale in factories. Because the consumer is starting to look for more individual products and not having the same as everyone else. So look out for manufacturers announcing a lot more customised products and the ability for the customer to choose the product that exactly suits their requirements which in turn leads to a lot less waste, which brings me back to the circular economy and the sustainability that I mentioned at the beginning. So they are my top nine trends for UK manufacturing for 2019. What do you think? Do they tie in with what you think is going to happen? I'd love to hear your thoughts. As I said at the beginning, please do drop me an email at kateatmakeitbritish.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. I'm also quite active on LinkedIn. So if you want to pop over and find me on there, I also have a LinkedIn group, which I am starting to revive again after the disaster with the Facebook community. I figured that there's a lot more professional individuals on LinkedIn. So I have a Make It British community group on LinkedIn, and I'm hoping that more people will start to talk within that group and not on Facebook. Let's see. If you'd like to come and join me on that group, just look up Make It British Community on LinkedIn. Send a request to join and maybe a message to me to let me know you heard about it on the podcast. And I look forward to seeing you in that group. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget, next week, Monday to Friday, there'll be a special podcast episode every day. Very useful if you are thinking of launching a brand made in the UK, but also equally as relevant for everyone who is already manufacturing here too. And if you want to join the challenge that accompanies next week's podcast, go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash get set. Right. Thank you very much. Bye bye. If you're interested in discovering UK manufacturers from the fashion, textiles and homeware sectors, you should definitely come to our trade show, Make It British Live. The next event is taking place on the 29th and 30th of May 2019 at the Business Design Centre in London. With over 200 exhibitors, inspiring talks just like the ones you've been listening to on this podcast and interactive workshops, it's the perfect place to network with others that want to see UK manufacturing thrive again. Registration is now open. Just go to makeitbritishlive.com forward slash register to register for a free ticket. If you're a British-made manufacturer or brand and want to find out how your business can benefit from being involved in the show, just visit makeitbritishlive.com forward slash exhibit, fill out a short questionnaire and one of my team will get straight back to you. To reach out to me personally, the best place to do this is via LinkedIn. Just look up Kate Hills and you'll find me. You'll also find me on Twitter at Make It British and Instagram at Make It British too. For all show notes for these podcasts, just go to makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash podcast and you'll find all the details. And make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing in iTunes, Stitcher 
or whichever is your preferred podcast app. And I really would love it if you left me a little review on iTunes. The more reviews this podcast receives, the more people will discover it and the more we can spread the word about making in the UK. Thanks once again for listening to the Make It British podcast. Bye.